The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. Governor Glenn Youngkin proposed his two-year budget on Wednesday. VPM News reporter Jad Khalil has more on his proposed tax plan. Youngkin wants to change the tax system in two main ways. So first, we are cutting income taxes 12% across the board. Youngkin wants to make up for that by taxing digital goods like streaming services, which currently aren't subject to sales tax. And other sales taxes would go up too. In addition, we will raise the state sales tax 0.9% from 4.3% to 5.2%. On all, the governor's proposal is about a billion dollars in tax relief over two years. Democrats said this would shift the tax burden to lower-income Virginians. And what they say matters, says Stephen Farnsworth. He's a political science professor at the University of Mary Washington. The governor's budget, when there are Democratic majorities in the House of the Senate, is the bureaucratic equivalent of sitting on Santa's knee. Sales taxes are widely considered to be regressive by experts, meaning that lower-income households pay more of their income in sales tax than wealthier ones. Jad Khalil, VPM News. The Arlington County Board of Supervisors yesterday unanimously voted to continue ranked choice voting in all future county board primary elections. The new change is set to officially take place in June 2024. Arlington implemented ranked choice voting during county board primaries in June of this year, becoming the first jurisdiction in Virginia to do so. Ranked choice allows voters to rank candidates in order of preference, and it requires election officials to reallocate votes across multiple rounds of ballot counting. Supporters say it creates better options, but opponents say the system is confusing and disruptive. The Richmond Police Department has launched its version of a powerful surveillance network known as a real-time crime center. In a press release Tuesday, the city said its RTCC would use license plate readers, body cameras, and shot detection technology to respond to service calls more efficiently. As VPM News previously reported, these types of networks typically centralize video and other information feeds. Advocacy groups have privacy concerns, and criminal justice groups have raised questions about surveillance's effect on community trust. Syphilis cases are on the rise in Virginia and in many places across the country. Joanna Vasiliu with the Virginia Department of Health says there are multiple reasons for the growing number of cases, like increased strain on the public health system, a stigma around STDs, and lack of access to quality health care. There's also a national shortage of an antibiotic used to treat syphilis, but she says the VDH is keeping an eye on things. In Virginia, we currently have enough of this antibiotic to treat people with syphilis, and we're monitoring the supply very closely, but this is an ongoing problem. To learn more about how VDH officials are responding, visit vdh.virginia.gov syphilis. Richmond's annual Jewish Food Festival has been canceled due to what organizers call a, quote, volatile climate of anti-Semitism. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, the expensive increase in cost of added security has also led organizers to put off the event indefinitely. 
Instead of an event, the congregation of Knesset's Beth Israel is focusing on raising funds for urgent war needs, like financial help for those affected by the October 7th attacks. For more information on how to help, go to their website at kbirva.com. Caring for a loved one suffering from cancer or any serious illness can be stressful. So, offering them support during the holiday season can make a difference. VPM News host Phil Lyles has more. Understanding caregivers' emotional needs can be difficult. Carrie Anderson is a social worker at VCU Health who specializes in palliative care. She says there's a lot of invisible labor that goes into the job. I think a lot of caregivers might be able to identify with a time where they just felt their energy quite drained and then they were worried if they were going to continue to provide care to their loved one. Sometimes it's hard for caregivers to reach out and ask for help. So Anderson says just ask them what they need. They might want some extra time alone or time with their own family. It also might mean coming to visit with your family if they're feeling lonely. Phil Lyles, VPM News. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.